Hello everyone, welcome to Brands Tech. This episode of the interview show will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello everyone, this is Brandon and welcome to today's episode of the interview show right here on the Brands Tech Podcast Station. So today I'm very happy to have my guest today, Dorian. Thank you so much for being here. It's an honor to be here. Uh, I just wanted to always talk to you. You're uh, my roommate, so didn't get to meet you in person. So I'm here to talk to you now. Well, that is really great to hear. And so first of all, the way that I always begin my podcast episodes is by first of all asking, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, woke up early today, got a productive day going. I'm ready to keep it that way. That is really great to hear. And before we go ahead and get into today's topic, did you actually want to take a moment to introduce yourself? For yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. So uh, I'm in. Uh, I'm a uh, sophomore at ODU. I major in finance. Uh, I have a few hobbies like uh, going to the gym, uh, longboarding, uh, hanging out with friends. Um, that's just what I like to do on the daily. And uh, I just want to graduate on time. Four years. That's my goal. Well, that is really great to hear, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure and hope that, of course, you will make your goal. Every day, I'm uh, striving to achieve that. It's on my mind. That is great <laughs> to hear. And so, for today's topic, we are speaking about automation and, of course, many other things as well. And so, I know that you were just telling me before we got started that yeah, you know, over at least over the past um, semester or two, that you have really become you know intrigued, interested by. Yeah, automation, some of the yeah, the newer technologies like artificial intelligence have really yeah, become prominent over, well, really over this past decade. Yeah. So what really interested me is uh, minimum wage jobs. So like big corporations like McDonald's and Walmart, they don't really need minimum wage workers anymore because they have these automated machines that can do the small tasks that these people once did. And this is going to directly affect teenagers and people in our age demographic because we won't find it we won't be able to find a job as easy and uh, the people younger than us is going to be even more difficult for them so i don't know what's going to happen um but so I, I saw on the news that's when uh i first found out that walmart has a lot of machines that it, they cut off a certain percent of, the, of their jobs in 2020 and it was like a wake-up call to me i was like wow like that's that's cutting off a lot of people's jobs in my age demographic like these are my peers directly. And uh, I was like, wow, like this is 2020. It's just accelerating faster. Like technology and integration into the workforce. It's just, it's, we're headed down that path. Yeah, that is quite true. And actually I was just on a, yeah, hosting a podcast. And I, I knew it was just like a few weeks or months ago. I, I can't tell you which one it was because I don't quite remember. But, you know, where I was just saying, it's like, you know, with all of this automation, like coming to, you know, to these jobs, it's like, what would be the traditional, you know, like high school, college job, you know, going forward, if yeah, if all of these, you know, machines and automation are just taking taking over these, you know, positions now? I mean, the way we view, like traditional jobs, that's just obsolete at this point. It's just an empty canvas into the future. I mean, working from home, that's becoming the new normal. And then like an asynchronous schedule, just getting work done. It's just, yeah, I'm excited for the future because I mean, that, that opens more opportunity to the employee 
and we get to travel more potentially or like work on weekends and have some certain weekdays off like Tuesdays and Thursdays like who knows it's just endless opportunity yeah that is quite true I mean even for me who yeah I have a whole asynchronous schedule I have for yeah for this semester and you know well this one being fall 2021 and I had for summer and spring 2021 wow that's this has been a long year but you know but really like thinking about that it's like yeah I really like how of course now you know we're in a pandemic so there's not too many places we can really travel to but on a on a normal basis you know it's like we can we can really do anything from anywhere it's like it doesn't even matter like where we physically are as long as you know we're continuously doing our work and really you know still thriving as we you know traditionally do it's just a new era of globalization with technology and it's it's going to be amazing because a lot of like the jobs that i will be interested in pursuing will be international so let's say if i was in new york and i was in a business that associated with china and i had to be up at in the like 2 a.m 3 a.m i mean my brother's a night out and like people like that he has a job like that and he gets to work on his own his own schedule work at night, sleep during the day, just how he likes to. So, uh, I mean, it just, people are more flexible now. And I mean, flexibility in the future with the job is something I'm excited about. Yeah, that is quite true. I mean, even for me, it's like, I'm a night owl as well, not to necessarily that extent, but like, for me, I like doing a lot of my more, you know, I guess critical work, you know, towards the nighttime and at least have time for myself. And so I like that for like, yeah, asynchronous wise in terms of, you know, my learning, even, you know, one or two of my jobs are also, you know, in the same manner. It's like, I can really like um, format my schedule any way I'd like to. I mean, it helps so much, especially like with doing this podcast too. I mean, you know, I'm really just able to see when, whenever my guests are available and just, you know, work in that manner and not just have to be like, well, I don't get off of work until five. And so, it has to yeah. be this time or never. I mean, that's convenient for, for you all. I found for me that my productivity isn't consistent. Like, let's say I feel productive at 2 p.m. I'm really productive at 2 p.m. today, but I may feel really productive at 4 p.m. or 6 p.m. tomorrow. And then I'll just log in and just get all my work done and do what I have to do. That's just really what I, that's what I want to do because I know exactly when, you know, when to start working and just, focus like a certain amount of hours yeah yeah that is quite true and i i definitely agree and can relate to that i mean you know for me it's like sometimes it might be you know like you said like 2 p.m sometimes it might be 2 a.m although i would much prefer to be asleep at that time but you know but it's you know i like that we're able to be flexible and sort of make our own path and schedule now it's just like and i know we still have a long ways to go and because i know yeah, first instinct when we're able to get back to a semi-normal was, you know, bring everyone back and just, you know, be how it used to be. But in reality, we're not in those times anymore. After 2020, the way we look at things are forever going to be different. Some good, but a lot of it, uh, a lot of it's not as pleasant, like uh, for social reasons, like people who are young, growing up with a mask and socially distant, I mean, it's just difficult to make new friends. I feel bad for like middle schoolers and elementary schoolers. I mean, that, that's going to affect them. So, I mean, it's just 
there's pros and cons to uh, 2020. So, yeah, that is quite true. And I definitely, yeah, agree with that. It's like we're in such a different age right now. And it's like, what's weird is that, at least for me, it's like this has been, felt like such a long stretch, like this whole past year and a half. But yet, it's like we're also in a much different time than we were even March 2020. Like, yeah, it's like so much changes in such little time. But I mean, in reality, it's like that's sort of the same thing with yeah how things normally are. Just it's not like as visually different because, you know, things change on a regular basis and we just learn to adapt with it. The I think the main difference is that I think things have become even more noticeable now. Like, obviously, like, you know, one day, you know, you can be at a giant concert the next day. Yeah, everyone needs to be at home six feet apart and everything yeah, and so now we're somewhere in between <laughs> yeah it's it's a very weird situation right um I don't, I don't even know what to to make of it because all the information isn't really i don't know out there i want to say who's factually right or wrong it just i want to see like an objective truth to this whole situation yeah and one of the things I've been saying for quite a while is is that I, I'm quite interested in seeing how like historians and researchers look back at this like 10, 15 years from now and be like, oh it's, my gosh, it's like we completely missed like the spurred angle or something. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a mess. I mean, I don't know. Like historians are going to see all the flaws, all the mistakes, uh, all the things that we did for money. Um, it just it is what it is. We see that in history now. And we, now we just see it playing out in front of our eyes. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's just the way it's always going to be. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And so what are some of the things that got you interested in, yeah, in automation and yeah, and all of these other yeah, technological things that we were discussing? Earlier? It was 2020. Like, I saw the headlines. I saw, because while everything, everyone was focused on the pandemic, there was a lot of smaller articles that were actually groundbreaking news like a lot of major transitions in companies like power transitions a lot of um like cut uh, employee cuts so i was actually watching the news i was watching bbc and they were saying a certain percentage of uh, walmart employees were just like laid off and i was like wow it's happening already like automation is already kicking in they're already implementing it into their stores it's already being seen. McDonald's, I don't even talk to the cashier anymore. I just walk in on the machine and tap. It's just, I mean, it's noticeable. Um, it's a noticeable change and we're going to have to adapt. The later generations are going to have to adapt and um, try and find out a way to make money in high school and uh, college. Uh, that's hard. And college is more expensive than ever. It's just, it's a difficult situation. Where... Yeah, that is honestly quite true. I mean, even and I, th I think I was even mentioning this earlier too. It's like it, I don't know. It's like it's so interesting, like seeing, you know, how everything's really going. And like as you mentioned, I mean, so much like computers like all over the place. It's like I think we've also like especially because of the pandemic, like we don't really fully know how to interact with people as much anymore. Like even like passing them by, like we don't even have much of a hi, how are you? You know, how is your day going? It's like, it's like, we don't have a lot of that, especially like after doing, you know, for a lot of people, like, yeah, yeah, virtual stuff all over the place. And, you know, while as much as I love doing things virtually at the same time, it's like, 
we don't speak with as many people, at least for me, like on a regular basis anymore. For me, before the pandemic, I wasn't an extra, full on extrovert, but I was pretty social. And like after the pandemic, I'm not going to lie, I was struggling because like it was social skills. It's still a skill. So if you try riding a bike after a year of not riding a bike, you're going to feel uncomfortable. And that's what I found. I was like, wow, I usually don't feel uncomfortable while socializing, but I was feeling uncomfortable like with the mask or like when I was first off. Like, it was just, it was a weird situation not talking to people for like, or groups of people for like a year and then just jumping right back into it. I felt uncomfortable for a while and now I'm just slowly easing back into it. So it's, it's a process. I bet. And so how's that been like with you, like with college and everything? I mean, not, you know, like being in this new world that we're in, essentially. Well, it's, it's really weird. So like in classes, it can be awkward. Like everyone's sitting like not next to each other, but a seat across with a mask on. It, uh, everyone's looking around. It's just it, it's a weird situation. But I mean, outside, like at the campus life, people are more friendly. Um, maybe like in the gyms where people are playing basketball, like you can still form friendships. Like there's still opportunities, but it's not just going to fall in your lap. It might if you get lucky. But for me, I had to actually go and approach people, say, hey, my name is Dorian. Nice to meet you. And like, and that's, that's how I formed most of my friendships, but it didn't just fall in my lap. I had to actually make something happen and go places. Like it was pretty difficult, but it was, uh, it was worth it. That's at least good to hear. And so, yeah. So has this affected like how you've been able to like meet people and like get acclimated to the whole campus environment? Well, it actually helped me get acclimated to the campus environment because I had no distractions. It was school and you know, COVID life, so quarantine life. So I got comfortable with the campus, maneuvering around, seeing where the classes were and getting food and all that. So I had a, I built a good schedule before everyone got on campus and, you know, it got crazy and there was a lot of parties and everything happening, but now I'm pretty comfortable. I'm glad I had that, that kind of semi-year to, to get adjusted, but now I'm just ready for, uh, for the future, trying to get normal life going again. Well, that's good to hear. And so, and so over this, yeah, this past year or so, what are some things, I guess, that really like stood out to you that has really like, I guess, changed since, I don't know, because the way I was going to word the question was as if you you had been to college beforehand, but yeah, you came into college with the pandemic. So, so how was, I guess, the adjustment now, like, you know, in the beginning times of the fall 2021 semester, like, yeah, as opposed to last year. So there's a huge difference. Um, I could tell that the campus isn't at 100%. Like it did something, there was a switch, something did change. Um, like it's not as like alive as, you know, exciting and things happening. Like I would say it's about at 70%. So it's still a, a slow transition that you could tell and not everyone is here. Like just the way the way tuition and everything was priced during the whole COVID situation, a lot of people realize, you know what, it's gonna be cheaper and more effective for me to just skip housing and I'll just take my classes online and do something productive with that money. And that's opened a lot of people's eyes. So I, there's definitely a dip. And um, 
in the population, the, the campus population. Wow. And I'm sure for you, that's like, of course, not how you picture like going into college, I, I'm sure. I mean, there's still a lot of people. I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. It's just, there's still a lot of people here. So it's not like I'm missing out on something like, yeah, there's still people that aren't here that may come back in the future if things get better. But uh, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. I can just make the most out of my, uh, my situation like I did last year. That's all I can do. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And so I know, I know you mentioned it earlier, but could you remind us again of um, what you're majoring in in college? Finance. So right now I'm taking my, uh, my undergrad classes. I'm actually like, getting the crack into my, uh, my, uh, my actual class, my graduate classes, my major classes. Um, so that's what, uh, what I did during 2020 was I just focused on all my prerequisites, trying to get that all in a line so I can finally just jump into my major and try and get it done in four years. So that's just, uh, that's the path I'm on right now. Cool. So how's that, how's all of that? been for you and actually what got you into finance um i've always been interested in money since a kid i had my parents got me a little pig piggy bank uh kept it in my room um i always just like the idea of just having a backup plan having you know a cushion something to be safe like if you're broke all the time it's just stressful like it's not fun if you can't budget your money you're stressed and i don't like that feeling it's just a uh, it's like a weight on your chest and I, I don't like that i like to be organized you know comfortable i have a backup plan you know things are in order yeah i definitely yeah i definitely get that and so yeah and so with trying to you know pursue a finance degree so what what would you like to do with your you know with your degree after you finally graduate from old dominion so i want to go into corporate finance right now i'm, uh, I'm focused on getting the uh the internships so I can get some experience. Um, I'm trying to like talk to my professors. That's why I can't wait to get in my major classes so I can actually meet some people and network a little bit and they can help me out too. But uh, I'm discussing with my advisor all my uh, my opportunities because um, I don't wanna just do focus on one thing. Like I'm open to, to I'm flexible to other jobs in finance. I'm just interested in the, uh, the subject itself. Yeah, I definitely get that. And so, and so I guess for, for you, like, I know that you just mentioned internships. And so what are some of the other things that you really want to, I guess, accomplish by the time that, um, um, by the time that um, you're able to, you know, to graduate? So I'm very uh, passionate. Um, I want to learn how to train people and actually like make that into a side hustle. Um, I know I have, I have to work on my communication skills more training so i know i have the knowledge to uh to train people and get them in shape in better shape i just have to focus on my communication skills and focus on uh like how to motivate people and you know get them coming back and excited to train with you and to get better uh so that's just what i have to work on personally um i have to just practice that but I know I can form, I can uh, develop that into a side hustle in the future because this is something I'm passionate about. Yeah, well, I definitely hope that, you know, that you're able to do that. And so have you been able to, I guess, continue with that, you know, through this past year with, you know, being able to stay physically active and whatnot? Oh, yeah. So 
uh, instead of going to the gym during 2020, uh, there was like a, a playground spot with like calisthenics bars and uh, that's the best I could do. So I made the most out of that. And uh, I mean, I had a I had a pretty fun time. Um, I made the most out of not having a gym. I just brought my speaker with me and I would turn it all the way up and I get some pull ups and dips and all that, all the calisthenics. But um, now I'm excited. I'm back in the gym and I can actually uh, keep learning and you know, keep grinding. Well, that is definitely great to hear. And actually, I know based off of some of the previous conversations I've had with some of my guests, there's definitely some episodes that I definitely will send you later to check out um, that, that I think will be a benefit to you. But but yeah, but I definitely am glad to hear that you have you know, a lot of different, you know, well-rounded passions and and that, you know, that you're interested in so many different things. And so are there any other interests or anything else that you would like to discuss as well while we still have about five or six minutes left of okay. time? So I just have a, a few long-term goals that I want to achieve. Like I want to learn how to dance. Um, I want to travel and be uh, learn a language so I can be more uh, more cultured. Um, uh, I want to try a lot of different Asian food. That's one food that I haven't one uh, culture that I haven't tried. Um, specifically uh, Japanese food. I've always seen that. And I was like, wow. So uh, I want to save up the money to go to the Japan one day and uh, try a lot of like, different food there. But um, that's just like one of my long-term goals that, I mean, that keeps me motivated. I'd be like, you know, one day I want to be able to do this. And uh, that just, that keeps the fire going, you know? That is honestly really great. And I like how diversified that, you know, that so many of your goals are. And so I'll actually start off with the first one. So, and so, yeah, and of course, if you're willing to um, answer the question that is, but so, so what are some of your interests in, yeah, and being able to learn how to dance in any particular, like, styles or... So, what really interested me in dancing was my experience with skateboarding, right? So, I never knew how to skate. I never thought I could learn how to skate. And uh, during 2019 to 2020 is when I learned how to skate. And it just, it blew off, like, it blew my mind. I was like, if I could learn how to do this, and I never thought I'd could learn how to do this what else could i learn and i was like you know what i really want to learn how to dance because that's a skill that i need to work on you know if i ever have an opportunity to dance with somebody or dance like with friends i want to you know have a few moves in my repertoire um also that with cooking as well like i want to learn how to cook at least have like five to ten dishes that you know my specialty in my exactly what i like i can cook for other people i just want to be well-rounded in that regard Wow, that is really great. And I, you know, I just really love that you have like so many different passions that you like, you really like are invested in and want to be able to accomplish. I mean, I mean, I know like even for me, I mean, there's so much stuff I want to do. And so, you know, especially like over the next several years and long-term goals. And so I'm just, I'm just really glad to hear that you have so many like really great interests. Yeah, I just, uh, there's a lot of things that, I, life is too short to to regret, have regrets of uh, of your youth, and I just want to make the most of what I have of my situation, and uh, it'll it'll be a great story one day too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, all right, what was what was the second the second goal that you had mentioned? Because I definitely oh, learning learning how to cook. Oh, let's see. 
Well, actually, I think it was the second one that yes. you in your original list. I don't remember what it was, but not the or the long term goal, like a uh, career. Because I know you mentioned that you mentioned dance and you mentioned going to Japan. But I know skating, um, dancing, cooking, traveling. Oh, becoming more well cultured, like more well rounded. Hmm. That was yeah. Yeah, I honestly don't remember what, what what my question was, but I'm sure when I edit this, I'm sure I'm going to listen to this like, oh, I meant to ask that. But but I guess as a part of you know you being you know, wanting to be, oh, I remember what I was going to ask. You said that you wanted to learn another language. I, I yeah, and so yes. and also become more well cultured. And so, what are some of your interests with that? Because that has made me really curious now. I want to learn Spanish, so I'm half Puerto Rican, and uh, my mom. She's uh, she's from uh, Ponce, Puerto Rico, and uh, I visited like five times, and I love it. And I want to be able to speak the language. I mean, understandably, they're they're half my culture. I want to learn more about my culture, but also, I visited Mexico, and I just want to be able to understand and speak with the people. It's just uh, Latin American countries are the most lively places I've ever been to, the most colorful places, and I just want to. I want to be able to fully enjoy it. I want to be able to communicate with everybody and see what's going on. So that's just one of my dreams. Well, that is honestly really great to hear. And like, I love that first of all, that you have a personal connection to it. And yeah, cause I, cause I know like, cause I know that, you know, for me, I mean, even just researching that, you know, a lot of places like everyone's able to like know more than one language and it's it's interesting that in the united states that we tend to not learn another language other than english yeah. which i mean i i wish that we we like overall as a society like like would take the time to learn another language especially like while we're still young and everything and still yeah can yeah. fully understand and so do you know any spanish at all right now um not really i can understand words like I can pick apart what somebody's saying based off words that they use in a sentence, but I won't grasp the main idea. And like, um, sometimes there's a lot of like idioms and um, things that people of different cultures say that I just won't understand. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I know it takes a little while to learn a language too, but I'm wishing you all the best in, in yeah. doing that. And hope and hopefully you're able to travel as much yeah, as much as you want to in the future with your long-term goals, because those all sound really great, and I'd love to hear about those whenever you get a chance to do those, because th they just sound really great. Of course, I'm gonna be striving. Yeah, I'm be striving for it every day. I'm gonna let you know uh, what the progress, the updates. So, I mean, it's just a, it's a yearly thing. So, it's not gonna stop until I achieve it. That is honestly really great to hear. And I guess the last thing I'll ask before, yeah, you know, before we head to our break is. Is that, you know, in terms of your other goals as well, because I know you mentioned like, you know, cooking, traveling, and so many you know, other ones, including ones about your careers, that is there any of them that you'd like to, you know, to elaborate on before we head to our break? Because I mean, while I'd love to hear about all of them, I know that that, that might take a while. So. Yeah, it will take a while, but um, I could just say how, like what interests me in cooking. Um, I just always, I love to eat. I like uh, watching my mom cook, what she does. I've always watched um, since I was a little kid what my mom does in the stove, but she just doesn't teach me because she's always like in a rush trying to get things done. 
So when I first started trying to learn how to cook, she would say, I'm too slow, so I, I can't keep up. So I got uh, I got demoted again to watching, and uh, now I can actually, you know, cook put a, put together some dishes like some pasta dishes, um, stuff like that. But uh, I mean, that's just I want to get better at it. It's just I like eating, I like cooking, I like food. Well, that is really great to hear. Is there anything in particular that you'd really like to be able to cook out of curiosity? Um, salmon. I would like to. I want to be able to grill salmon. I want to be able to. Uh, bake it. I want to be able to pan sear. I just like salmon too. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, as always, like I said, I'm definitely wishing you all the best in in all of that. Because, like I said, I mean, I mean that just all of your goals just sound really great to hear. I mean, yeah, and really great that you are just so ambitious about like so many of your different goals. And so, and I mean, that's honestly something I love to hear. Something I can definitely, you know, relate to um, personally. You know, just going after so many goals and staying, you know, definitely well-rounded in it too. It's just, uh, I want to be become a well-rounded person. Um, just being able to do many things, like a jack of all trades, that's uh, that's something that's inspired me. Well, that is really great to hear. And with that being said, I'll still be here with Dorian, so please stay tuned. All right, I am still here with Dorian. And so, first of all, as I just said, too, I have honestly just really enjoyed this conversation and that we've been having so far. I mean, like I like I have said, yeah, time and time again today, it's just it's just really, yeah, it's great to hear that, you know, that you are just interested in so many different things and that, yeah, and that you already have, for so many of them, you already have like a full out plan of how you're going to do it, how you're going to accomplish it. And, you know, so many different things from different fields that you're interested in. I mean, it's just all, it's just all inspirational to hear that you are ready for anything. It's always a pleasure to talk about, uh, about things that I'm interested. I'm always interested in, uh, talking or hearing what, uh, my, uh, my peers have to say. Uh, I came to college to hear, uh, different, different, uh, approaches, different, uh, religions, different, every different, uh, what's the word that was, um, different views. That's the word that was, um, I just want to hear what different people have to say um, so I can learn more about different things. Yeah, I definitely can agree with that. I mean, that's one of the reasons I have my podcast. I love being able to you know, hear from so many different people, especially like a lot of times for a lot of my guests, like, like, you know, this is their first time, you know, doing something, something like this and being able to you know, speak on this type of platform. And so I'm just honestly really glad that yeah, I'm able to do this and help out with, you know, with that, because I love being able to hear everyone's different perspectives and, you know, and all of their different interests. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's really exciting to, you know, to do it. And I think listening has honestly been, yeah, and, and interpreting everything has been really like, I guess my favorite part of all of this too. So I'm just glad I finally had a chance to be able to speak with you. Yeah, it was great. And so I'm actually going to leave some time here. If you would, if you have any, you know, final thoughts, uh, questions for me or anything you'd like to say for the audience that was listening for um, yours. I'm glad the audience was listening, uh, got all the way through. Um, I hope more people get out of their comfort zone and, you know, go on places like platforms like this. And um, just, it's really important to go out outside of your comfort because, I mean, the best things happen from going outside of your comfort. Uh, you'll never, you'll never even expect to like certain things. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Life holds so many things that you'll never even, it, you can uncover 
rabbit holes to go down. I mean, it's it's amazing. There's so many opportunities, so many things you can learn. So just uh, keep trying different things. Well, I think that that is honestly a really great message message for those listening. Thank you so much, Dorian, once again for for being here. And and actually, before I let you go, it's it's quite alright if you don't. But for any of those people listening who would like to to keep up with everything that you're doing, is there any way that they yeah. are able to? Heal? So my Instagram is all lowercase Dorian P one sixty. That's D O R I O N. And that's uh, the only social media platform I want currently. Well, that is honestly really great to hear. Thank you so much, Dorian, once again for, you know, for coming out, um, being here. And as you said, getting out of your comfort zone, really like being able to enlighten us. And I hope that this has been able to help inspire some people who, who are listening as well. It was a great experience. Yeah, it was a great experience for me. I hope uh, I can do more podcasts in the future. This is actually my first one. Well, I'm glad that. I could be your first, and of course, you are always welcome, you know, back here. So thank you so much once again. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll chat with you all later.